Thank you so, so much. Martin, amazing. Um, how are we all this morning? Um, oh, thank you, Megan. Uh, my name's Jack. I'm part of the staff team here at Christchurch, and it's so good to be with you today, especially you, Raffi. Well done. Good job. Um, who thinks they did quite well in that through the keyhole game at the beginning? Who think, who think they probably would have got five of them? If it was a quiz we were right now, who thinks they'd get five? We're at four, maybe three of them, maybe two of them. Anybody think they maybe only would have got one of them? It's probably Bluey, wasn't it? That is the best one. We love Bluey. Um, I think that the places we live, our houses, our bedrooms, reveal things about us. I think that the, the places we, we create and design for us to inhabit, they reveal things about who we are, and that's what we can tell um, from those pictures. You know, the doctor needs his TARDIS. He needs to be able to fly around the place. I'm sure Peppa Pig and George would be devastated if they didn't have bunk beds. And so, actually, we can see parts of ourselves in the places that we live. If you came into my house when I was growing up, you would have found loads and loads of musical instruments. And you would have thought, oh, Jack and his family love making music. And, and you'd be right. Uh, if you get, went into my bedroom as a teenager, I had calligraphy, I, I did some calligraphy of a Bible verse all over my wardrobe, and you'd think, Jack's really creative, he likes making things, and, and you'd be right. If you came into my um, teenage bedroom again, you'd find quite a lot of Doctor Who figures. And, and you'd think, Jack has lots of friends and is really popular in school. Now you think, he likes, he likes Doctor Who, and you'd be right. You'd be completely right. I loved Doctor Who growing up. I had to have a TARDIS in there. And if you went into my uni kitchen, you'd find loads and loads of herbs and spices, and loads of... Well, my friends were all cooking pot noodles, and I was making, like, masak and ridiculous things. And you'd think, Jack loves cooking and baking. And you'd be right. The places we live, the, the things that we surround ourselves with, reveal who we are. And so before we dig into this psalm, and do open it um, in your Bibles, it's on page 546, um, chat to the person next to you, what in your house, in your bedroom, your kitchen, your living room, your downstairs loo, I don't mind where, what in your house reveals something about you and your family? And I'm going to run around with my microphone in a minute. Amazing. Okay. Anybody want to wave at me and say something that's in their house that reveals something about them? Okay, I'm coming to Olive, then I'm coming to Holly. Olive, what in your house tells us something about you? Come on, lean in. Craft. And what does that say about you, Olive? I like making things. Amazing. Olive likes making things. Right, I'm coming to Holly. I'm running around this way. Okay, Holly, what would we find in your house? This isn't just for kids, by the way, grown-ups. I'm expecting a few I, from you guys. I have a speaker and I like music. Amazing. Anybody else? I'm coming this way. Yes, come on. Um, lots of books. Yeah, and that means you like reading, I'm guessing. Yeah. Amazing. Anybody else? Any adults, any grown-ups want to share something in their house? I've only got kids' hands. This is an all-in, not a kids' service. Come on, everybody. Any adults? Yes, Anna Reynolds. Come on, I'm coming straight to you. Pass it down, pass it down. Whoa. <laughs> Our house is chaos. 
And what does that say about you, Anna? It's not very Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> it reveals that you have four boys in the house. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, I'm going to go for one more. Florence. My baking cupboard. Is there lots of stuff in there? Yes. And do you like baking? Yes. Amazing. Yeah, if you go into my house, you'd find quite a lot of snacks, and that reveals that I'm quite hungry most of the time. Um, our houses and the places we live reveal things about ourselves. And I think when we look around at creation, if we look at some of the photos that came up on the screen, I think that must reveal so much about God and who he is. A bit like Martin was saying about, about the night skies. I run a summer camp and we have very little light pollution. And sometimes I look up and you can just see the arc of the Milky Way. And I just think, gosh, God is so big. Or I look at mountains that are, that are, that are so tall. Some of, our, some of my friends went to Uganda in the summer and they climbed Mount Mohabura. And, and they probably looked at that mountain at the beginning and got, thought, gosh, you're amazing. Or you, you look at good things, like delicious things and beautiful things, like food or fruit or sunsets, and you think, God, you're so kind. You, you love us and you give us these good gifts. And that's what I think the psalmist is saying. When we, when we look um, at Psalm 8, it's on page 546, the psalmist starts with, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And you'll notice that in, in the Bible, the first Lord is capitalized because that's the name of God. So it's the God of our ancestors. So the God of our ancestors, the God of Israel, you're in charge. But then it's how majestic is your name in all the earth. So you're, you're the God of, of me and my family and my ancestors and my people. But the psalmist recognized, no, actually, you're, you're the God of, of my people, but your name is majestic in the whole earth, in everything, in all of creation. You've set your glory in the heavens. But the beautiful thing is, I think God is revealed in creation, but there's more to the story than just mountains and galaxies and sea, however obvious it would be to talk about that. Because actually, we are part of creation too. Turn to somebody you don't know and just say, you are part of creation too. Right, come on, let's do it. Three, two, one. And we'll do it again, but to somebody else and a bit more excited. One, two, three. You and you and you and you and you and you. You are all part of creation too. All of you. From the youngest, which might be Rafi, to the oldest, and I'm not going to guess, you are part of creation too. It says in, in this psalm, and I think it's amazing for an all-in service, through the praise of children and infants. Give me a wave if you're a child or an infant. Through the praise of children and infants, you've established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Now, in those days, I don't know if children were quiet, but maybe weren't as loud as some of these guys. <laughs> and so actually, for it to be through the praise of children and infants was, was surprising. You'd think, gosh, it would be through the praise of a mighty warrior, through the words of the king, that God's purposes would happen. No. Give me a wave again, children and infants. The psalmist says, it's you guys. It's through you guys. And in those days, that was surprising. Because God is a God of an upside-down kingdom. God is a God who later um, in, in the New Testament is described as a God who uses the weak things to shame the strong things. And if the kids are the ones that are able to bring in the purposes of God, then that means adults, that probably includes you guys too. When you're feeling strong, when you're feeling weak, God is revealed in you as well. We can reveal God. It says, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? I was at a student weekend away about two or three years ago, um, 
maybe even more than that, actually, quite a long time ago, a bit like the Download Week Away, but just for a weekend with the university students. And we were singing a song that we're going to sing in a minute. It's called Shout to the Lord. Um, and there's a line in it, and it says, I sing for joy at the work of your hands. And this, this friend of mine, Tom Sherman, some of you might remember him, he stood up and he said, I think when we sing that, that line, we think, oh, the work of your hands, like the skies and the rivers and the dales, I don't know what a dale is, like green, <laughs> with forests and deserts. And we don't think, gosh, the work of our hands is us. The work of his hands, sorry. I sing for joy at the work of your hands, and that is galaxies, and that is mountains. But, it, but it's also us. God is revealed in creation, so God is revealed in us. And that means that there's a bit of responsibility in there. God is revealed in us, so we have the responsibility to reveal God, to make the choice to do that. It says in um, verse 6, you made them rulers over the works of your hands. That's not shatterproof, that's like in charge. You put everything under their feet. So we have a responsibility to care for the world. We have a responsibility. God made it, and he hands it to us, and he says, guys, look after this. That's one way we can reveal God, by loving creation. But the other way that we can reveal God is just by sharing our faith, by the way we love people, by the way we serve people, by the way we, you know, the little things like holding a door open to people and being nice to the people who work in Tesco, but also in the ways that we share the good news that God has given us. God is revealed in creation, and so God is revealed in us. And we have a choice whether we do that or not. Because actually doing that is a bit of a sacrifice. Choosing to sort your recycling out really diligently to care for the environment, like my mum does, like completely and utterly, like she, she gets upset if I put a yogurt pot in the wrong place. Doing that is a sacrifice. It takes time. Choosing an energy supplier that, that is maybe more expensive but is better for the planet is sacrificial. Showing somebody love, telling somebody about Jesus, they're sacrificial things, but they're good things. And because God is revealed in creation and God is revealed in us, that's, that's a responsibility that we have. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And we have an opportunity to declare that majesty and to give it as a gift to other people. So we're going to sing, actually. So if, you, if you're able and willing, please do stand. We're going to sing that song that I just spoke about, Shout to the Lord. It talks about mountains bowing down and the sea roaring. But as, as we sing this song and as we, as we give praise to God, let's consider all those ways. Let's consider all those um, places in creation that we think are beautiful, but also all the ways in which we can reveal God to the people around us. Let me pray really quickly and then we'll sing. God, our Father, the creator of heaven and earth, we thank you that in amidst the mountains and the seas, the stars and the animals, you created us and you chose us and you love us. Thank you that it's through the praises of infants that your purposes are revealed and it was, it was through an infant that the baby Jesus who came uh, from above to, to join us, the word made flesh, it was through that infant that your plan to save us was realized. And we thank you for the sacrifice that you made on the cross. And we pray that we can live sacrificial lives to reveal you to those around us.